0: we baby 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 baby
1: Hi, welcome to BuckFlix, uh, the summer heatwave edition, uh, it's July, we're in the middle of a heatwave here in New York, and, uh, we're, we're here to talk to you about some movies from the dollar store. Um, BuckFlix is a service that, uh, provides teens and their families, um, The ability to rent movies online, uh, mainly sourced from the dollar store, um, thrift stores, and uh, in the summer months, uh, garage sales. Uh, We carry a wide range of uh, titles, uh, both on DVD and uh, Blu-ray. And we also have a a limited selection of VHS. So come visit us at uh, www.buckflix.tk. Sign up for an account, and uh, you'll be on your way to (sighs) entertainment heaven. (laughs) Um.
2: It's on a wheel, it 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 comes around, and it comes back exactly like you put it down. Right, the clock don't stop when you go out of bounds. It just keeps coming around. Look hard at every day you live. What comes around comes around. Remembering you get back exactly what you give. I've been a long time on this road, is what I found. It's on a wheel. Comes around. It's on a wheel. i of wondering where you're going. Brother, stop and look at where you are.
3: So, I was on my I was on my way to entertainment heaven with, with this film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh,
3: called yeah. What Comes Around. Oh uh, god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From the from the very uh, DVD menu. It was it was a, a little a little piece of heaven.
1: Yeah, we
3: have a, it's a, it's a
1: heaven sent, yeah, actually, um, I mean, what comes around, um, let me just read a little synopsis of this uh, movie from 1985, uh, it's a, uh, this emotional drama is uh, the heart-wrenching story of a successful country singer who is headed down the wrong road, eventually he relies on his steady diet of whiskey and drugs, which takes a heavy toll, with the help of his brother, they attempt to right all the wrongs of his life. Uh, it stars, uh, (laughs) Bo Hopkins and Jerry Reed and a special appearance by, uh, Will Oldham,
2: uh, (laughs) better known
1: as Bonnie Prince Billy or the palace brothers or, uh, such things like that. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, Real sorry to have to send this around to you guys. And, um, <laughs> the description on the back of the, the dollar store DVD cover uh, definitely is sparse on detail on, you know, when this takes place, uh, how this takes place. The fact that it kind of looks and feels a lot like a TV movie. Mm. Um, it's uh, it was it, it was tough to get through. I uh I started and stopped probably about four times and yeah. finally was able to do it the other night. Uh, I think I watched it I watched the first half three times and <laughs> I watched the entire it, it, its entirety on Saturday.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I agree. Yeah, I had a few starts and stops and then I had to go back and then today I finally was sort of like, how does this end again? Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta check that out. I did love the beginning, first yeah. ten minutes. Yeah. The uh, sort of nineteen fifties sort of uh, bar band bar fight opening was pretty awesome. Kind of like Nashville crazy um, backwoods bar. And then, and then to see, like, uh, I don't know, 10 year 12-year-old Will Oldham fixing this truck was pretty amazing. And that was his only, like, tiny appearance. He's fixing this truck, and his brother is going to make it in Nashville and with this sleazy manager who's like, oh, yeah. I've set up a deal, and you're going to go to Nashville. And then Will Oldham gets upset and runs away because his, his, his older brother is going to leave. And that's it. And then cut to uh, ten years later. Well, everything came true.
1: 1985.
3: I mean, it's like, it's like 30,
1: <laughs> was it years, 30
3: years later. <laughs> 31 years later. <laughs> Did they really say like? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, 55 was it or something.
1: Christmas, in uh, 1954. It opens wow. in, the, in the in the bar. Um, wow. And then and then yeah, they cut to <laughs> right after the brother uh, uh, leaves uh, to go. To go strike it rich. Yeah. They cut to 1985, 30 years later. I mean, I, I didn't really, I guess I really didn't really do the math <laughs> on it. I mean, he must have been like 18. Yeah. So, uh, 48, I guess that was sure. probably about yeah. the age that Jerry Reed resembled. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> so, Will Oldham grew up to own some kind of, a, I don't even know what you call those race cars. Yeah, I don't, I don't know a, either. Uh, um, it's it's ah, got the like the deflector thing on the on the it's front. Cart racing, but it has a yeah a giant spoiler on the sideways on the top. Of, I don't know. You know? What and who are? knew that? <laughs> you know and who knew that those were like so serious, like actual race cars that people have pits for and do pit stops and. Actually, they look sponsored, and I mean that's a whole underground world of racing. <laughs> I, I, it might not
1: even exist anymore. I, I, <laughs> I mean,
3: um, yeah,
1: I'd, I'd like to get some of those videotapes that that lady was uh, <laughs> right. was, was recording on her camcorder.
3: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, so it seems like. Uh, yeah, this is a big like Jerry Reed vehicle. His name was all over this thing. Like a Oh, Jerry yeah. He's a producer, producer <laughs> director, writer. He's
0: like, he's like an auteur. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. It definitely had some nice uh, moments to showcase his music in between his sort of like. I, I thought that was really funny how he would like play this. It was like this great stage scene, this giant. Amphitheater and they're playing this, you know, country song, and then and then a minute later he's off stage, like stumbling around drunk, being like, I I don't know if
1: I can do this anymore. (laughs) His (laughs) manager Leon feeding him pills.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, his brother comes to visit him after twenty years or something, and uh, watches his brother just pass out five minutes after getting off stage I guess and that was sort of the end of that scene and then he went home I, I think <laughs> it's like yeah, this doesn't seem to be working out that good for you but I just thought it was funny that he's like right from the beginning deep in in uh, almost rock bottom but not on stage because Jerry not, Reed had better look good in this movie on stage. Not on stage, yeah. And, and you know, I got the feeling
1: these songs that, uh, that they're kind of like generic mm. sort of songs. And I, it felt like this is where pop country of, of today, or at least pop country of the 1990s, came from. Mm. Um, it came from this movie.
0: Probably. I don't know after after the 1950 everything was just like a big blur of like pointless melodrama <laughs> yeah like it was like nothing really like defining really happened at all it was just like stuff I mean like I don't know.
1: well they did do, do they did do a little foreshadowing at the racetrack uh tommy uh Jerry Reed's brother um who was Joe, Joe's brother, uh, he's at the racetrack and he's asking somebody else that works there, hey, is, uh, does, uh, big Jake, is he making book at the track, <laughs> you know, and, uh, kind of indicating that he'll, he'll have something on this, this, uh, this ambulance driver. He's, he's already, the wheels are already turning for him, um. How's how's he got an in with this guy? How's he gonna gonna get his brother to turn his life around? Yeah, I
3: thought. Well, I thought the the most interesting part of that whole setup, I think, for me was that the, he kept asking that bookie about you, you know about those shots, right? That you give people and that makes them <laughs> like feel totally better. Where do you get those shots? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I guess you got to go to a doctor or something. They, and he's like, "What if you steal me some?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh man, are you kidding me? I, you know what'll happen to me if I get caught? Like this whole crazy." And I just kept thinking, "Where, where is this miracle shot? How are you gonna yeah, yeah, explain did they, this?" That is, <laughs> did they ever say like what it was? No, was it methadone? Never, was it some? some they never did. Like they never did. They just that was their plan. Give them this weird shot, and then kidnap him after the show and then put him in some cabin in the woods yeah, while he yeah. goes through withdrawals
1: cabin <laughs> in the woods yeah, yeah
3: yeah i i don't know i, I
1: did recently see the cabin in the woods i didn't i didn't see where the tie-in was but um <laughs> it did was jerry reed one of some some character in, in cabin in the woods i don't, I don't
3: remember oh, man. he was a character all right First, oh, i'm so glad they didn't fine.
1: choose they didn't choose that that story in,
3: <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> so he's he's fine and then they give him the shots and then there's all kinds of arguments of course about what are you why are you keeping me here and then they have I remember they have a huge drag down fight with punching and all kinds oh, of yeah. choreography and then you know what it was about Travis in the end, at the end of the day, you know what they're fighting about—like a sweater or something. I don't know. I forget. And then was they laugh about it. I don't
1: know. Something what, stupid. What, one of the things that, that I thought was great in here uh, was the, was like the ambulance chase after he 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 steals <laughs> Joe, uh, that was amazing, and, and gets him in the ambulance. Uh, mm-hmm. That was actually pretty good for you know, um, a movie probably with very little money.
3: oh yeah um, I don't know where they spent all their money on that accident chase and the final scene (laughs) with a big rig truck oh yeah and a store full of fireworks (laughs) yeah Those, those two scenes are the whole budget of this movie but yeah it was like pure 70s car chase with real crazy accidents (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that was awesome that was great
1: i like how uh the uh when they do finally get him in the in the cabin in the woods uh the ambulance driver is like where are you going tommy like uh, tommy's <laughs> got to go and get some supplies for you know keeping my brother there and he's like where are you going uh, you can't leave me here and uh, you know he's scared of the woods and Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Um, I, I like how, uh, Joe is, uh, going, going through withdrawal and, uh, but it's never really, it's never really pointed to like what the drug is that he's going into withdrawal from. Uh, you know, I'm sure maybe, you know, alcohol, but, uh, um, I don't know what 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 other sorts of hijinks he was up to. They never actually shot showed
3: him shooting heroin or anything like that. <laughs> he, I guess, he, I mean, you would think he was from from the way that they were like. He's 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 into a deep. He's how are we gonna get him out of this? <laughs> he's he's a mess in the studio with his Jack Daniels and his, um, his pills. <laughs>
1: I like how, uh, how Leon, uh, Joe's, Joe's manager, Joe's sleazy manager goes to a computer whiz, oh. uh, that's changing grades for kids. <laughs> um, he, a, a real hacker. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's like, can you tap into the phone company and, and, uh, and find out, you know, something about Joe and it. And, uh, the, the, the computer was just like, is that all you want? And,
3: uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's so easy. That's it. And she has a line of people going out the door. That, oh, that would have been on such a better movie. Yeah. Just her life and, uh, the whole scene around there. Cause there was like a doorman who was like 10 who was like, hey, mister, wait, get in line. Yeah, yeah if you want to meet the hacker yeah can,
1: can you imagine if this movie was filmed today you know like how 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 this scene would have been totally played up there would have been like holograms and like like oh, yeah. like you know all kinds of uh, minority <laughs> reports type of uh, mm-hmm. things um, oh yeah so so the uh, brothers get in a fight um, they they're really old. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, the brother, is wearing Comper's All Stars. I noticed in the fight. Oh, wow. And the fight, yeah. I, my notes say the fight ends and and they laugh. Yeah, they, they just had to get it out of their system, you know. Uh, yeah. Brothers, you know how brothers are. I mean, you both have brothers. Yeah. You get yeah. sometimes you get a you got to really take one on the chin and oh. you know give them a. Giving them a, an a uppercut or like a, a kidney mm-hmm. punch, and you know, you just got to roll around in the yard and until and, and you know car. you beat the shit out of each other, and yeah. finally, you just sit there and you look at each other
2: mm-hmm.
1: deep into their eyes <laughs> and you just laugh. And you go, That's how it is hey. for you guys, right? Oh, and definitely. that's the
0: movie, and that's and, and it's just, and then. Instead of being called "What Goes On," it should just be called "What Happens," because it's just completely pointless. Because nothing happens. It's just like, oh, uh, they're just having a, you know, all those guys, and then they have a little fight, and it's over. That's it. That's it. Nothing. There's nothing that happens. What happens? Question mark. Yeah. And then
3: there's a montage after that of him, I guess, getting better. And they're having a good time. They're yeah. jogging. Yeah. Making food. <laughs> yeah. and, and even a little bit of a love montage with mm-hmm. his agent, who's oh, been yeah. looking out for him this whole time. Not like his manager, who's just been fucking him over for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> and is in jacuzzis with ladies and has giant Cadillac limos and doesn't want to use computers no he says that at (laughs) one point (laughs) oh yeah yeah that's
1: right
3: yeah he has no interest in them nope he likes it better when you can just do everything with cash and you make money you spend it that's it that's it
1: if we had only uh, just like stuck to that since 1985 we would we'd probably be (laughs) in a much better place um it's true Yeah.
3: The uh, manager would. So So the manager is like, I better find. uh, I better find my. uh, My meal ticket.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You gotta find. Gotta find Joe.
3: Uh, I better um, hire some detectives and get my uh, lackeys on this. Mm -hmm. And so they so they sort of track him down to the woods there. And on a motorcycle. And then I think they just kind of stumble upon them in yeah. the woods. And then they uh, have a little motorcycle chase. Or not even really. A, a motorcycle sidecar brawl chase.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't, doesn't Jerry Reed always seem like he's just on the verge of, like, murdering someone or doing something, like, really <laughs> depraved, like... He just he's supposed to be like this wholesome guy, or, well like semi-wholesome guy who just has some troubles or whatever. But the guy seems like he's like, you know, a hair's breadth from like snapping somebody's neck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's got that look to him, you know, and that's that's kind of what drew me to the movie that that uh, that looked at Jerry Reed Scott because um, you know I've seen him in other things and yeah, um, you know, but ju- it just wasn't wasn't his, his own movie. Um, and you know, I like some of his music. But, uh, I don't know, what I I don't I didn't really go back and listen to much of the soundtrack after watching the movie.
0: Yeah, sad to say, I didn't really either.
1: And it, it, one thing I did notice is the best song in the in the movie was the opening track "Boogie Woogie Doctor."
0: Oh um, yeah, definitely yeah.
1: It's not a Jerry Reed song, so it's not on the soundtrack. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it's a bust. Oh, wow. Yeah. One thing I did note is there is there is a four-speaker dual cassette deck boombox that makes multiple appearances in the movie. Um, there, and, and this, this uh, boombox is in, like, uh, in Leon's lair, you know whatever he's got going on there. So his his stereo system is this dual cassette deck boombox, um, which looked pretty cool. Uh, I want to I want to look into that, and see if I can find it. It's it had the two cassette decks up, up at the top, and the four speakers were across the bottom. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, one thing of note when they do finally. um, I don't even I, I don't even have it in my notes and I've only it was only a few days when I saw this.
3: Yeah. I don't remember how they ran into fireworks. <laughs> um, well you know, he had Leon, the ambulance driver. He was like I I mean, I'm imagining the conversation that they had. <laughs> yeah. But he was <laughs> like yeah. he's like, here, here's what here's what we're gonna do. This is my big plan. I'm going to go back to my manager, right? I'm going to catch him in the act of opening the safe with all the money he's been squirreling away all these years. And then I'm going to say, oh, don't worry about it. Everything's all right. And we'll have a few drinks, like a hundred drinks, but only <laughs> yeah. he'll have drinks. Yeah. And then we'll go outside. And that's when you drive up in a, a 18-wheeler cab and just drive right into the firework store. And I'll say, fuck you, manager. <laughs> and then we'll... And we'll put him in his car, and he'll drive into his office, and then we'll call the cops. That's so right. So that was the big plan. So they had
1: a whole complex there, Leon did, like of all it's different It's like businesses. a mini-mall. Yeah. Like, it's uh, yeah, like a what, Jerry
3: Reed mini-mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of smashing
1: through windows. Even earlier yeah. in the film, like they, the the, um, the limo that they were driving Uh, that Jerry Reed was driving early on in the film that was drunk he was driving some drunk guy home from the the bar they smashed through an ice cream parlor so there's like three separate uh, businesses that get you know (laughs) driven through
0: in the movie I remember that yeah that was one of the things that stood out about in this movie where basically nothing happened (laughs) There's, like, a lot of facades, a lot of facades getting wrecked by cars. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Jerry Reed getting drunk, yeah. falling over. Then he sings a song. Then like, they, you know, Bo Hopkins is mad because Jerry Reed's drunk and, you know, and then, then, like, I don't know, they feel bad. And then he plays a song and, and then nothing happens and then it's over <laughs>
1: Yeah. So so I'm gonna yeah. I, and, and yeah yeah the, the the fireworks get exploded in the in the fireworks thing. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So what what uh, what I came away with this movie, uh, the moral of the story here, yeah, arson is good.
3: Oh. <laughs> well, as long as you, I mean, yeah, I think like as much as probably he didn't want to destroy the the whole mini mall, he was sort of like making a point, you know. Like see all this that we built together, bullshit. Right, I could right. drive a truck maybe, right through it. Maybe not. Arson is good. Arson <laughs> is
1: an appropriate revenge. With fireworks, with a fireworks store, in a fireworks store. Yeah, in a fireworks store. <laughs> in, a, in a state that allows fireworks stores.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: New York, it would. Oh, this wouldn't be a good one. So maybe this. No. Maybe this movie appeals more to people in Ohio or Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it was kind of lost on me. Um, I would not <laughs> recommend it. Uh, it's definitely
0: a state thing. Like yeah. <laughs> you, get, you, get it past, you get it past state lines, it's a sure it's <laughs> hit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, anybody down south that's or, or out west or wherever you got your right. fireworks and, and your mini malls uh, and your Jerry Reed yeah. uh, CDs and albums, um, I'll send this to you for free. I have two copies of it, um, and uh, first caller, uh, lines are open.
3: <laughs> it's a regional classic.
1: Regional classic. Yeah. Stamped. Yeah, this is actually going to be recategorized as a regional classic.
3: <laughs> so, so when you sign in, you have to put what what state you're from. So Bucklick just knows, oh, you might like. Yeah, put put your put your state. Put
1: your state. We'll filter out all of the all of the movies you won't be interested in, and will only display those that you're interested in. Chances are, what comes around might be the only thing that you get.
0: You know, the funny thing is to imagine that there's probably like some like really hardcore Jerry Reed fans that are like maybe like completists or whatever, and yeah. they're like they were like I got to see this one. I mean, I have to. <laughs> my guy Jerry Reed I gotta see this shit you know yeah. so yeah. so they, they they rent it and they watch it and they're like wow and they probably figure that that's actually like you know a personal slice of uh, real, the real Jerry Reed since he had so much control over this movie <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I wonder how autobiographical it might have been that he wasn't leading on to
1: oh yeah I i mean I, who knows he may have he may have had uh, substance
3: abuse problems so. <laughs> he's fighting demons yeah and he wrote this script called but
1: Jerry Reed is no longer with us right I, I mean he's, uh, oh. he's he's R.I.P. I think uh, I believe back. a I few mean, years so. ago I think um, so uh, yeah i uh, Jerry, this isn't to uh, disrespect your body of work or anything like that, but uh, this
0: movie fucking blows. Uh, Yep. You died in uh, September of 2008. Yeah. All right. Well. Rest in peace, Jerry Reed. You menacing motherfucker. (laughs) Thanks thanks (laughs) for wasting our time. (laughs) you <laughs>
1: This is uh, episode nine of our podcast. Uh, we started about a year ago. Uh, episode ten will be coming uh, at some point. So I wanted to just quickly uh, run through a few movies that we have up for uh, possible review, and I wanted to pick two. I know that's a it's a huge task uh, to watch two movies, but uh, you know you could probably pick and choose um, if you wanted to. Let me read this. Uh, first one we have is Shogun Ninja. Uh, extra- extraordinary fight scenes in high camp highlight this amazing Sonichiba film. The conflict exists between the last survivors of the Mochami, oh, the Mom- Momachi clan, and Shogun and his ninja army. Uh, Heroic Vengeance follows with a large, violently bloody battle between Chiba and Sanada. Okay, that's Shogun Ninja. Uh, One way out. Frank has paid his debt to society. All he wants is to return to the family farm and his gentle-hearted brother. But when he arrives home, he discovers that his brother has been cheated by his sleazy boss and the farm and dreams... Of his life have gone down the drain. Revenge, kidnapping, and murder quickly followed with disastrous results. 1996, 106 minutes. Uh, Cobra versus Ninja. The masters of mayhem ninjas are terrorizing the city, and it's up to one word up to Cobra to stop them dead in their tracks. It's gun. It's guns versus blades, wits versus guts, and man versus myth in this action epic. Exclamation point. Uh, no man is safe from the ninja unless you are a cobra. Exclamation point. <laughs> Brace yourself for a nonstop killing machine of a movie. Exclamation point. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. And Kung, Fu beyond, uh, Kung Fu from Beyond the Grave at 12 o'clock midnight (laughs) on the seventh month of the lunar calendar the gates of hell open and the dead start to rise Chun is paid a visit by his dead father who tells him that the real enemy is the priest who commands the dark forces by use of his black magical powers fortunately, Chun is guided by the spirits to find a book of magic, a group of friendly ghosts in a house full of hookers who will help him in his (laughs) quest. Non-stop kung fu action follows with comical scenes that make this a kung fu movie at its best. Uh Uh-oh. And the last one is Black Cobra. Uh, Former NFL great Fred Williamson stars in this action-packed police drama about a beautiful photographer who witnesses a brutal murder and manages to get a photograph Uh, Williamson, a police sergeant, with a lot of attitude, has to protect the photographer from the Black Cobras, a vicious motorcycle gang which tries to chase her down. All right, so I know there's
0: a lot of movies there. Uh, we got to pick two. That's a tough one. I mean, Shogun's Ninja sounds like it could be good. Fred Williamson movie sounds like it could be good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost seems like it's hard to go wrong here, but I have a feeling we're probably going to go wrong maybe twice. <laughs> I, vote, I, vote for, I vote for 12 o'clock midnight.
3: 12, that o'clock. One. 12, 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock, min- o'clock. Oh, 12 o'clock. Okay, Kung midnight. Fu. Midnight. <laughs> yeah, 12. 12 <laughs> oh, the O oh is in quotes, by the way. Yes. <laughs>
1: and it's just, it's not O-H, it's just O. Uh, Kung, oh. Kung Fu from Beyond the Grave. Yes. That seems like a completely zany movie. Yes. Um, I've seen a couple of clips from it. It looks absolutely insane. Excellent. Nice. Um, I'm down with that one. Okay. Um, maybe we don't want another kung fu movie. So uh, yeah, let's, may- let's maybe go have... between No Way Out and the Fred Williamson movie. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I agree. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No Way Out? Or One Way
1: Out, sorry. One way out.
0: (laughs) One way Okay, all right. Not not no way out. Because if it was no way out, that would be a different story. It's not no way out. We don't have that. We we should have that.
1: (laughs) If you can find it for a dollar, we can have it. (laughs) Or under $2, actually. That's all right.
0: What if what if I sell movies from my collection to your to the Buckflix collection for a dollar? Uh,
1: that might that might work. We can we can talk about that. Right. We'll have to talk about that uh, offline. I don't want I don't want to do any any of the book work for the for the company on the podcast. I, guess,
0: I know it's complicated.
1: I don't use computers. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know anything about computers, so You'll have to like tell me, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll write it down in my ledger and see if it works out. Uh, but uh, <laughs> do the math. Do the math. Yeah. And it sounds okay.
0: Have I'll, a chat about chat around.
1: I'll chat around. I'll I'll do the calculations. Um, Fred, the Fred Williamson movie. Um, I'm kind of leaning toward that. Okay. Um but this this one way out movie looks it's it stars a bald guy with a, a goatee, like a balding guy, you know that with the, with the the hair sort of like mine that just only doesn't grow on the top and is kind of long on the sides so like that's not mine but I like it could be mine if uh but I don't have a goatee um and it's from 1996. It's basically you. It's basically about yeah, me yeah. and yeah. about my life, okay. it,
3: about where I'm headed if I'm not right. if I'm not careful. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, I don't know either of those. Either of those. Oh, it's tough.
1: Okay, I'm gonna make a decision here. Uh, we've already done a Fred Williamson movie, uh, Warriors of the Wasteland. <laughs> oh yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna do a Jeff Moynihan movie. All right. Uh, Michael Ironside is also in this one, so uh, that should be good. That's yeah. no way out. This no no way out or one. It's one way out. <laughs> one way in. Got Jesus. it. So one way in and yeah, twelve
3: o'clock midnight. O o h o'clock. I like that. Yeah. O'clock. Oh, o oh, oh, clock. clock. <laughs> oh,
1: clock. <laughs> it's twelve o'clock. Oh, yeah, so um, I'll I'll post trailers on our on our blog, excellent, uh, buckflix.blogspot.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at buckflix. Um, Jason runs a uh, website about seven inch records uh, called seven
3: inches.blogspot.com. <laughs> Um, that's yeah I couldn't think of a good name so that that, that was it it seems appropriate yeah um,
1: Mike do you run a, a blog oh uh, Mike wrote a blog post about uh, Stephen Harris um, about oh. I don't know probably five six years ago that okay on, on, a, on a on a blog that I used to write um, called ChoiceGrinds.com. Um, it's still getting comments. People are get all bent <laughs> out of shape that that this this uh, is slandering Steve Harris, and uh, they don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So good job, Mike. Um, yeah. Nice work. <laughs> Thanks, I don't know boy. if you've done any work Thank since you. since, since two thousand eight. I
0: but, did. Uh, I did see. I did see a recent comment where somebody was like. <laughs> was like, yeah, man, what the hell? What's up with all those galloping bass lines? And yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. So was like, finally, you know, finally. Well, of all They're the people that come across the thing, it's like yeah. finally somebody heard me out. You know? It takes
3: a while for people to catch on to trends, you know. Yeah. But You're uh, just ahead of your time. I mean, people are finally coming around. Good. Yeah. I so um, I, I'm, I'm also working.
0: Now I probably like Stephen Harris.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've been listening to Little Maiden <laughs> lately, Peace of Minds and um, Power Slave. <laughs> Those are my two favorites. Well, <laughs> that's something caught somewhere in time. Shit, I don't know. After that, you know, it's all lost on me.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: But yeah, uh, the other thing I uh, got going is I'm uh, working on some T-shirts. Um, oh, wow! they are, they are almost done, uh, oh, meaning that, uh, they're not even started yet.
3: Yes. Um,
1: but, uh, I do have a great design. Um, it's, uh, basically a hot dog with the word buck flicks on the bun. Oh. And, uh, I'm going to figure out some way to, uh, make it say the hot dog cart of cinema. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, if you listen to this podcast, um, You uh, can write me and maybe get a free T-shirt. Write me at uh, buckflix.tk at (laughs) gmail.com or T You can figure out the spelling. Um, Anyway, uh, that's our that's our episode. Uh, Stay tuned for episode ten coming up probably next month. where we'll be reviewing the Michael Ironside, Jeff Moynihan classic, One Way Out. This It's the sequel to No Way Out. Um, and the uh, Kung Fu Theater presents Kung Fu from Beyond the Grave, subtitled at 12 o'clock midnight. Nice. Excellent. Signing off, this is uh, Travis and Jason and Mike. Michael. Have a great
2: month. She's got freckles on her butt. She is nice.
0: She's nice.
2: And when she's in my arms, it's paradise. Paradise. Although she smells just like a rose, from her hair down to her toe. She's got freckles on her butt. She is nice. She's nice. She's got fractals on her butt, she is nice, she's nice, and when she's in my arms it's paradise, paradise, all the sailors give her chase, cause they love her naval base, she's got fractals on her butt, she is nice. on her butt. She is nice. nice. And when she's in my arms, it's paradise. Paradise. She sews, she pearls, she knits. She's got a pretty pair of eyes. She's got freckles on her butt. She is nice. nice. On her butt, she is, nice. she is nice, and when she's in my arms, it's paradise. paradise, she can hem and she can stitch, she's a beautiful little blonde, she's got fractal on her butt, she is nice.